0: 21CL Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the program. You're listening to The Education Vanguard, and I'm your host, Michael Boll. Thanks so much for joining me today. We're going to take a short hop over to Iceland today to talk with educator Ingvi Omar's son. When you think of Iceland, you might think of geysers, broad landscapes, changeable climate, and a fascinating place to visit. Yet, as you can imagine, there is more to Iceland, and today we are going to talk about their education system. Ingvi Omar's son is a chief innovation officer for his school district in Iceland, focused on collaboration and bringing interesting, technology-enhanced lessons to teachers and students in his home country. We discussed the journey he saw take place in Icelandic education, from the dittos in a copier to focusing on continuous innovation and reflection of best practices today and into the future. Enjoy the conversation. Ingvi Omar-Sun, thanks so much for joining me on the program today. Thanks for having me. Well, today we're going to talk about some uh, changes that you helped to make happen in your district up in uh, Iceland. You were telling me earlier that it was a northern part of Iceland. Mm -hmm. And we could start off with what did the landscape look like prior to that journey? Like, what did you see? And then we can talk about the journey and the changes that you made along the way.
1: Uh, well, first of all, I started, uh, I graduated and started teaching there at this district in 2010 and taught for a few years there. Uh, my first day at the school was basically, here are three things you need to know. Uh, one, this is your classroom with 20 desks and 20 chairs. And two, this is where we keep worksheets for students in first grade Mm -hmm. Great. I was teaching and number three, here's the photocopier. So, and I thought, is this? I I, I just couldn't believe that that was, that was the reality that that was something that we called school. And I thought, well, we've got to change that. We've got to do something different. Uh, Mm -hmm. Collaboration was one. uh, And uh, so, well, it, after the first year, I almost quit. The only reason I didn't quit really was I, I loved the job, but I was so isolated in what I did because I was, you know, after after students left, it was just me in the classroom. Basically, If
0: mm-hmm.
1: it wasn't going to a meeting or something. It was just me in the classroom preparing for the next day or the next lessons or the next week. Sure.
0: Right.
1: So it was isolation was one. And I thought I can't I can't really do this job in isolation. Uh, and I thought I was the only crazy teacher in Iceland. And, you know, I was like, am I the only one doing stuff like this? Um, mm-hmm. and then I figured out that I could start blogging. I could go on Twitter and I started finding out that we're doing amazing things. And that really inspired me to keep going. And I was getting ideas from all over the place. And I thought, okay, this is what I need to do. I need to, and, you know, tell people about what I'm doing and, and learn from other people. And that, that really got me going. Also that we launched the first iPad one-to-one initiative in Iceland mm-hmm. in second grade then. The time, so that really I was like okay, we've we've got to change the way we 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 do things. So that was that was one. Yeah, uh, I
0: wanted to talk about the technology and in a moment, but just coming back to the beginning, you know, if you're by yourself and you're fresh out of university, how do you know any better? Like, isn't this yeah. just before you don't? You can't, aren't you just assuming? Hey, this is just the way it is. At some point, I mean, how did you know better, or are you just you know curious that way? It,
1: I'm curious that way, but I was, it was also, you saw ideas in university. Then you went into a real school and you saw this Mm, isn't really what reality is. And how can we bridge that gap? How can we make it more like we want it to be and more like how we see it. And then when you start connecting and, and, and talking to other people, seeing other schools, seeing how other people around the world are doing things, then Mm -hmm. it just opens up. You know, you're like, OK, we, we can do something different. People are doing things differently. And that really, you know, launched us on this journey of, of how we could do things differently and better and, and aim for collaboration. Collaboration is a big thing in our schools. And uh, what we did. So I taught for three years there and then I went and studied entrepreneurship and innovation in Sweden.
0: Did a master, oh,
1: okay. And Came back and the the school district had then you know wanted to do something radically different with with how they were doing things. So those three years really paid off, and we had we had changed the conversation a bit. And so they wanted to expand the iPad project. They wanted to expand how we were doing collaboration. So I was hired in uh, back after my stay in Sweden, and what we did, what what, what we were starting to do also before was uh team teach, so no teacher was alone it was we would we would break down physical walls between every other classroom, so what, mm-hmm. what used to be two classrooms was now one, and what used to be two classes was now one, so we had about thirty three students thirty three to forty three students just about in each each grade with two to three teachers
0: uh, got you well, I, I was wondering when you come back or came back from yeah. you know going to university it, and you mentioned that things had changed. Had they changed significantly? Was there perhaps some great timing at that point where you had some additional ideas that you'd picked up studying mm-hmm. entrepreneurship and then suddenly the school seemed to open to that?
1: Um, the ideas about more collaboration and team teaching had started before. So we had okay. started that while yeah. I was teaching, but breaking down the walls, that happened while I was in Sweden.
0: So and were that- you at that point thinking okay i'm gonna i got some great ideas i'm gonna take off or were you still at the point where you're maybe developing your thoughts on or a roadmap even of what would look good for the future
1: we were still working on on that we knew collaboration was going to be a big thing especially if we wanted to you know get teachers to share what they were doing to learn from each other and have not have uh, professional development be an event but a reoccurring thing that happens every day mm-hmm. you know? It's not an event that happens once a week or once a month. It's something that happens every day when we see what other people are doing, when we learn from other teachers. So, that has really been the the catalyst for change for us. Has been you know, uh, but but tech, that that's been team teaching, but and, and that collaboration of both students and staff, but and technology has accelerated that. You would say,
0: like the mm-hmm. helped. So, so you mentioned collaboration. So I'm sensing obviously the importance of it. Is it – so it's great to be able to exchange ideas, but what if you're collaborating – were you just lucky in a sense that you're collaborating with people that shared similar ideas? Is that what made it work so well, or do you think just collaboration alone will ensure positive change?
1: I think collaboration will, will ensure positive change because that enables the conversation. You, I don't think it's the best to always work with people that agree with you because I don't think anything – any change happens there. I think when you work yeah, with people that are different – then then that conversations happen. conversations happen so we've seen teams of teachers that we would think normally are the best teachers you know that this is going to be a dream team you know hmm. and they're put together and that collapses in like a month because <laughs> you know? they're all got the same skill set they're all got all got this you know it's you know there's there's conflict because they're all kind of the same types you know yeah and they all take the
0: right (laughs) yeah
1: they all yeah exactly so you're like you have to so putting a good team together is 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 really hard work and 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 that's that's like the biggest (laughs) biggest thing if you get the teams right and they're then they're working together my job is to support those teams so i go in Mm -hmm. about a week to four weeks in each grade and i'm just added to that team of teachers so i just work like now i'm in in a a town called Hofsos, which is one of the schools that I work for, is working here. And I'll be this week, I'll be this entire week, I'll be working with the teachers. So we're just planning lessons and I'll go in and work with them. So some teachers want to try breakout EDU. So we're going to build breakout EDU games with their students. Uh, Some teachers want to try virtual reality. So we're doing that with first grade, virtual reality on volcanoes. Uh, we're going to be doing like this week, we're going to do coding, uh, with, Mm -hmm. with students from first to seventh grade. Uh, so all kinds of activities that, you know, teachers just say, okay, I want to try this. And I try to go in, in there and, and help them out and really, you know, ask questions and help them get them, get them started. So add it to that, that team. And that really, that, that's, that's, that's the big change.
0: So you tell me about that. So I'm interested about the, it sounds like an openness to new ideas. Has it always been that way, or have you seen a shift in the school's cultures where they're more like, hey, Ingvi's uh, here, this is cool, let's do something interesting, I'm glad he's here, and I can't wait to embrace or challenge some of his ideas. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen, like, yeah, you
1: see that for those weeks or four weeks that that I come in. It depends on on. on maybe the size of the class or, or however the weeks line up. But yeah, I can see that definitely the teachers are planning things. They're like, I've been wanting to do this for a while, green screen stuff. You know, I've seen this and I want to do it. Can we do it this week? You know, I'm like, yeah, let's, let's try it, try it now. Cause then they get the, the, the support that they feel that, that they need. Mm -hmm. So we kind of try to line them up. If there's anything that they're unsure about or want to want to get input on, then, you know, we do it we're doing it this week, you know? So yeah, I, I I definitely see that. But, but this, this mentality of change is, it's built into the Icelandic culture, I would say, because, because, and, and, and I think it partly because of the weather, you know?
0: Okay. Tell me about that. Yeah.
1: Because the weather changes every five minutes here. Uh So if you can't make any plans, you have to be on your toes, you know, you have to like, and I've seen research on that, like, People who are in climates that where the weather changes a lot more are more prone to change and more open to it because that's just the way of life, you know. Things change. that's
0: in- Interesting, you know, because I'm in Thailand, of course, and it's either hot and raining or just hot. So yeah. that really isn't much of a change, and it is a fairly conservative, slow-changing culture as well. Yeah, so
1: maybe <laughs> I don't know, but I've seen some research on that, and that, that people are in in these types of climates that where the weather changes a lot are you know, easy, more adaptive to change. So I think right. that's, that's built in.
0: Now, I want to ask you about schedules. Uh, you know, I, I, when I was researching before we were on the show here, you mm-hmm. mentioned, or you talk about your scheduling system sounds a lot more interesting and less traditional than a lot of schools. Can you talk about that?
1: Yeah, we've been, we've been trying to make changes with, uh, with our, our schedules, especially for our older students where we have for the younger students mostly are taught by their team of two to three teachers. If you have th- first grade, second grade, except for maybe arts and PE, physical education. Apart from that, most of it is taught like math and reading and all that is taught by their team of two to three teachers. Uh, but when we went up and saw like seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, 10th grade, we'd see you know everything broken down into 40 minute lessons or 80 minute you know, blocks you know, where you get a new teacher in and now it's math and, you know, 40 minutes, it's English and 40 minutes, it's whatever. So what we were trying to do and what we've been trying to do now is, is break it down into subjects, break, well, merge subjects into something we just call the X on the timetable. So, uh, so we combine uh, Icelandic, English, math, and maybe social studies into Mm -hmm. one that it maybe is like 14 to 16 lessons a week. Okay. And that means, and, and all taught by the same two or three teachers for uh-huh. learning projects, problem-based learning. And you, you go deeper into a problem, you know, instead of just always being like said, okay, now you have to stop. You have to, you know, these books and now you have a new teacher. Now we can do, you know, 14 lessons a week where we just, we're just going to focus on math or we're just going to focus on big projects around, you know, the environment or something. Mm-hmm. And we can build all these, lessons into it and that's that gives us way more freedom to to do cool stuff and deeper deeper learning than than with a 40-minute lesson that we saw so before
0: when that idea came along because mm. in some senses for a, an instructor if you've been teaching for 20 years it's yeah. quite a bit harder to have less stability and consistency in, in how you're planning and teaching was yeah. there resistance to that idea or is are all the teachers in Iceland perfect and just simply embraced it
1: Well, what you can do, the teachers or the team of teachers can always decide and say, okay, this week is just going to be regular. We're just going to have six lessons of math and six lessons of Icelandic and three lessons of English, whatever, you know, but they can also say next week. So so teams are different. You know, some teams are embracing it faster than others. And especially those teams that have teachers that are, are used to teaching at, you know, younger kids. That are used to this, you know, teaching the mm-hmm. same group more more lessons. But when you build a good team that has strengths from this different disciplines, you know, if you have one of the one of the teachers in the team is is very strong in math, he may may lead that, and the others get support from that, and then you know they can build you know bigger projects. So we're seeing some some. Uh, Teams are, are embracing it faster than others, but we do see that teachers do think this is a better better model than always walking between classrooms and always starting a new lessons and ending it sure. and, you know, all of that, you know, yeah, hassle of, of, of start and stop every four Yeah, weeks. I
0: mean, more normal, like the kind of the way life is, you just keep going.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if you're in that flow, you can just keep
0: going. Yngwie, we're coming towards the end of our time here, and I traditionally ask a future-oriented question. So the, the way you guys are teaching and the, and the awesome uh, role that you have sounds really entertaining and fun and you're always doing new things. So is it is it perfect? That's it? Nothing needs to change? Or if we were to talk in 10 years from now, would what you're doing look radically different or different at all? Uh, it
1: I, I think it, it's going to look different. I hope so. I hope we're evolving and, and doing new things. I don't think mm-hmm. I don't see it as an Endpoint or anything. I, I'm hoping we'll keep innovating keep trying new things because this is not this is this is about trying things and 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 seeing what works and what doesn't and what worked, you know, what's going to work this year might not work in 10 years time, you know, same mm. as we did 10 years ago might not work today. And that's why why it's, we're always asking questions and trying to do things better.
0: So yeah, I'm I mean, it sounds like you guys are reflective as you go along looking for the ways that you need to fl- be flexible and change,
1: just yeah. like the weather. Yeah, I, I, I sure hope so, that we're having these conversations every day. And I was just in a meeting this morning about just that, what are we preparing our students for? What are And, the,
0: and what was your answer?
1: We are collecting answers from all of our staff, uh, everyone at, at all of our schools about what should be our themes and, and, and goals and then, and all students as well. And so we haven't, you know, we're, we're constantly evolving that and, and, and changing that, that conversation. And now we're talking about, yeah, I think, I think our goals are going to be creativity, going to be health, uh, probably going to be literacy and we, yeah, one or two more. And then what we're going to do is we're going to have all of the, our staff and all of our students, come up with an action plan for each one. So if we're gonna have health be one of our leading goals, how do we make that happen? What changes do we make need to make? Does it have to do with the cafeteria food, more mm-hmm. recess, more PE? Does it have to do with more yoga, meditation? mindfulness? <laughs> mm-hmm. like, what does it mean? What does it look like? So that's gonna be our guiding question for the next month. So that's one of the jobs that I'm doing now.
0: Ingvi Omar, Sun, thanks so much for your time today and sharing the how education works in Iceland.
1: Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure.
0: This interview was brought to you by 21st Century Learning International. Find us on the web at 21clradio.com.